I'm Brock. I'm Daniel. And this is the The Drumball Podcast. We don't ever bet. But if we did, these would be our picks. Welcome to Pick'em. Brock and I were both two and three. I'm not sure. Two, two and one. What did I say? Two and three. Two out of three. Two I'm and one, one on I'm the, the, one on the, the double. Bro. Yes. Brock, I think, probably lost worse as far as the scores go. Oh, yeah. Dolphins <laughs> game. Way off. By like 40 points. You said 9-7. It was like nine, 31 seven. to 28. Yep. It was that. Yeah, so I think if we're going to make it a competition, I'd say advantage me after week one. But well, we're both 2-1. and one, But we're so both 2-1. and one, So really, all at the end of the day, all that matters is wins and losses. Exactly. Doesn't matter how bad. That's right. You lose. That's pick them. For week three, we've got three each. Just like last week, we'll post these on the Instagram story. Check it out. Hopefully, you will be able to see that before this episode posts, actually. So it should be up right now. I'm predicting the future, which is what this whole segment is all about. So there's a 66% chance those things will be on the Instagram. It's <laughs> a weird number, bro. It's based on a track record. Two of three. Oh, wow. Oh. 66.7%. <laughs> 67%, bro. Nah. All right. So you go first. My first pick. Partially a, okay, well, duh, pick. And partially like, well, okay, I see what you're saying, pick. Got the Bears and the Falcons playing in Hotlanta. One o'clock on Sunday on Fox. Yup. The Bears are 2-0. Falcons are 0-2. Falcons are 0-2. Matt Ryan's thrown for like a bazillion yards Mm -hmm. in the first two games. And by a bazillion, I mean somewhere between eight and 900, I'm pretty sure. Which is insane. Which is a lot, considering he's only played two games. And they were against two of the best teams in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Who did they play week one? The Seahawks. Yeah, okay. Cowboys, man. I don't know. They're iffy. Iffy. Anyway, the Three pick is Falcons, who are the three-point favorite, but Falcons over the Bears... Despite the record difference, I mean, the That's, Falcons have got to get it together at some point. Yeah, they're well, a, like we said last week. They're a really good team. Well, they should be better. Well, I I think they got it together. I just think they just you're right. They got it together and they did that thing where they didn't try in the second half and the Cowboys came back and won exactly. and they didn't recover that onside kick. Yeah. Just like in the Super Bowl, they yep. recovered that onside kick on Sunday. Game's over. Yep. If they, you know. Tackled Tom Brady, sacked him one more one time, made one it. made one stop before the first down line. You win the Super Bowl, and mm-hmm. Matt Ryan's career is a success. Well, it's kind of still a success. It's still a success, but if he never wins the Super Bowl, it's not as Falcons a fans will be so disappointed forever. Yeah, like Cam Newton from the, in Carolina. He was great, best quarterback we've ever had. Yep. Probably. But they didn't win the Super Bowl. Never won the Super Bowl. So it's like, eh. Yep. So yeah, Falcons over the Bears. And score. Good pick. Falcons are going to score a lot of points. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with 34. That's on two young Hoiku field goals. No missed kicks. 
Thank goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm got, I've got that, some bro. good vibes Appreciate for you, that, man. bro. And the Bears are probably going to score 30. Whoa. That's a 30. lot for the Bears. Falcons defense is still really bad. But the Bears offense is just as bad. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see true. what happens there. My first selection is in the football team versus the Browns. Mm, that football team in Washington. Yeah, that team over there. That team in Washington. I think both teams are 1-1 one one coming in. The Washington team has a win against the Eagles, who stink. The Browns have a win against the Bengals, who stink. Mm-hmm. They both lost. Washington lost to the Cardinals, as I said. Yes. They would. Yeah. By a lot, as I said, they yeah. would. Yeah. But the Cardinals are good. Oh, yeah. But I think that the Browns again. I don't remember. The Ravens are good, too. That's who the Browns lost to? Oh, yeah, bad. No, everybody loses to, to the Ravens. Everybody loses to the Ravens. Anyway, what's your pick? I think... This has already lasted six minutes. <laughs> I think the football team wins by a significant margin. I think. Significant. Cleveland's a seven-point favorite. Significant. So is that your score prediction? Washington I think wins by a significant margin. Because I can write that. <laughs> I'll put that in. I'll make that I in. I think the score in. of that game is 21-3. to three. Wow. Football team. You're saying the, you're saying the Browns don't even score a touchdown? I don't think the Browns will score a touchdown. I think they stink. I think the football team stinks, but I don't think they stink as bad. 21 to 3 football team. Dude, what? What? <laughs> Get, right. Baker Mayfield is not the greatest quarterback in the NFL. Not even close. The Browns still need a quarterback. Mark it down here. I'm telling you, the Browns stink. But they don't need him because they have two guys who could go to the Pro Bowl this year. Who? At running back, Nick okay. Chubb and Kareem okay. Hunt. Okay, the running back's good. So Baker Mayfield's out of the but, e- equation. Okay, but Chase Young and right that oh. defensive line, that defensive line was pretty good week one, bro. Dude, Chase Young don't even start. Week one, they 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 slowed down Kenny Drake last week. They slowed him down. He what had a better week last week than he did week one. No, maybe not. Yeah, he scored like 15 points. He still was no winning for net. Okay. Okay. We're not going <laughs> back to the train. Yeah, we are. I'm just saying, the football team wins, wins outright, no. and it's bad. I say Cleveland covers the spread and wins. No. I'm no. That's, that's atrocious. No. Atrocious. Or no. Atrocious. Okay, we'll see. We'll All right, see. you ready? Yeah. If you're right, you buy me lunch on Monday. Are you coming to work on Monday? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, Monday. If I'm sure. right, you buy me lunch on Monday. If I'm right, you buy me lunch. That's the bet. All right. There you go. Shake on it. You heard it here. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. It's not a high five. It doesn't work that way. We just... Here, let's high five. <laughs> Better. All right. Okay. Next Anyway. <laughs> Raiders, Patriots game. That was so bad. It was both left. No, yours was right hand. Anyway. Anyway. Raiders, Patriots. Patriots are a five and a half point favorite. I really love the Raiders. I really love Cam Newton. 
and I think that they should have won on Sunday because, but uh, they did not make the right play call at the end of that game. They should not have ran a quarterback power to the left because everybody and their mother, and yes, everyone and their mother who doesn't watch football, but she sits there and crochets while your family watches football, knew that's what was going to happen. Yes, maybe your mother has watched the Panthers play every Sunday for the last 11 years, but that does not matter, okay? Everybody knows that Cam Newton is going to run the ball to the left, the strong side of the formation, after everybody lines up at the line of scrimmage in front of him, and that's exactly what happened. When just a drive and a half before, little snap, fake that right, right there, and just throw a nice little outlet pass to your tight end in the flat for a touchdown. Something tells me that was a little bit of experience coming in your voice there. It's not hard. Um, yeah, I think it was, I mean. I, I, sh I feel passionate about this because I feel Cam Newton has been gypped by bad play calling since 2011. Well, he's got Jasper Dance now. Which you think? I mean, really, honestly, one bad play called the whole game. But that's the most yeah. important. That's all, at, at the end of the day, it's the only one that mattered. Yeah. Well, if there was bad ones before that, they don't get in that situation. But still, yeah, Maybe. I understand what you're saying. That one was the most outstanding. Um, speaking of coaches I on did. the Patriots, <sighs> okay. Go ahead. I still haven't said who I think is going to win the game. Oh yeah, you should probably say that. I'm not sure. Talk about the Patriots coaches while I think. Okay, so I'm going to give my take on this game. I saw this uh, picture. It was a very interesting picture. It was of a man. A very uh, sleep-deprived man. A man who looks like he's been sitting in a dark closet of his room, of his house, for the past, well... Like a film room? Like five days. Like a film room? Ever since Sunday Night Football. No, I don't like even think it's a film room. room. I think it's a closet in his house. Dark room. Watching, watching every single play that Josh Jacobs has ever touched the ball in his life. From room. when, from when he was room. playing peewee football from wherever he's from to when he played middle school and high school and in Alabama. Sounds and, like a film room. And, it's a closet in his house that he watches film in, bro. Okay. It might be a film room. It might not be. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if it's not. It, it might be his house in... I don't know where his house is, but his beach house, wherever it is, where he drafted from. Anyway, he watched every second of Josh Jacobs. This man looked like a man who was going... He was determined to find everything out about his opponent this week. Just... Because he lost by five points the week before. That picture of him in that in that ripped up. Yeah, apparently Patriots there were rats sweater. in the closet where he was watching him hey, eating his sweatshirt while he was sitting there. That man might win by a million this week. It's a lot. That dude I Bill Belichick, after seeing that picture, I don't think he'll lose another game this season. It's Just old. from that picture. I know you're extrapolating. And that was a, that was a little bit exaggerative, but he looked like a he looked like a dude who did not like the fact that he lost last In year. a much less emotional and dramatic way, more rational. I totally agree. So I'm going to pick the Patriots over the Raiders because, as someone said the other day, I don't remember who it was, but the last time John Gruden went to Foxborough, he started a dynasty. 
And it wasn't for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was for the other team. That's right. So I think oh, either Gruden's going to come in and put an end to it. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a good game. I don't think New England will cover their five-and-a-half-point spread. I think it'll be less than a field goal difference. I think the Raiders get their first loss in Foxborough on Sunday. It's going to be low scoring. Um, I say... Hmm, 20? 21 to 20, Patriots. Whoa. 21 to 20, Patriots. Speaking of John Gruden... Did you see that video of him after the, in the post-game? Spider two by banana. <laughs> that video of him in the locker room after the that win, the dance, if you want to call it that, or whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah. Electric. That's what you want from your head coach. Electric. That's what you want. Loved it. Great win. So it's totally understandable. Yep. Pick number three from Young Broccoli. Um, pretty sure it's my second, but okay. Is it? Yep. I can't count. It's too late for math. <laughs> Uh, so, my next game is the Bengals versus the Eagles. Mm, I like I like this game a lot. Why? Because both teams are trash? Yeah, well, Yay. yes, they're, they are both not very good. Um, but I think that Joe Burrow, Burrow time. goes into Philadelphia Lincoln Financial and Field. stomps. All over the Eagles. Because the Eagles stink. The Bengals stink, but not as bad as the Eagles. I think this game is... I'm going to be straight with you. I think Wentz does bad again. I think this is a 14 to nothing win for the Bengals. I think there's a lot of low-scoring games. And you're telling I think me the, the Bengals defense is going to pitch a shutout? Yep. I think Geno Atkins is coming back, and I think he's going to do pretty good. Pitch a shutout. I wish I could see my face right now. <laughs> I'll post it in the form of a meme when we do the summary of this episode on the Instagram page, but... <laughs> dude, what? Okay. What are you doing over there? I'm going to revise that. I think they went 21-7. to 7. I think it is still a two point, a two possession. It's marginally game. better, but, but I still make. I don't. Man, I better. don't think the Eagles score a lot of points. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see. That's why we record these, right? Yup. All right. I'm concerned about him. <laughs> so your third pick, Daniel. All right, your pick. Oh, third pick. Texans-Steelers game. I think it's going to be one of the better games that we see on Sunday. It's going to be a very good game, I think. There's some good games at 1 o'clock. Rams-Bills will be good. Bears-Falcons will be good. Panthers-Chargers will probably be a decent game, maybe. They both stink. The Chargers will win that one for sure. Uh, I think all these games are going to be pretty competitive. Yeah, I, I think they will, too. The Rams-Bills game is going to be a very good game. Yeah, um, I'll probably watch that one, actually. But... <laughs> <laughs> Texans Steelers in Pittsburgh at Heinz 57 Ketchup Field. What? Yeah. I think it's Heinz Stadium. It's called Heinz Field. 
Is that Hinesfield? Yeah. What's the stadium? It's just Hinesfield. The stadium's called Hinesfield. No, it's Yes. Hines Field is a football stadium located in North Shore, neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, United States. So there's it's, no stadium name? Yeah, it's just Hines uh-huh. Field. Well, they should call it Hines Field Stadium. Ketchup Stadium. Ketchup. If they, if they, I would become a Pittsburgh Steelers fan if they named their stadium Ketchup Stadium. Ketchup Stadium. 100%. I love ketchup. I don't love ketchup, but that would be hilarious. In the spirit of loving ketchup. I'm going to pick the Texans. What? Ketchup, as in C-A-T-H. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Uh, they ain't catching no passes because they don't got DeAndre Hopkins, though. So. That's true. I ha- again, I have high faith in Sean Watson. He's got to win sometime. I think this is the week. I think the Steelers have got some things to figure out. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster is being used like a scat back and getting passes between the negative five and positive five. Marks beyond line scrimmage, which is confusing because he's six foot four, and he can run really fast and jump really high. And I don't know why would you not throw the ball downfield? Good question. Because they have Chase Claypool, who only caught one pass last week, but that kid looks good. Mark it here. In the next few years, that kid's gonna break out. But Juju Smith-Schuster is one of the better receivers in the league. Second better, tier. I'd say second tier. Yeah. Solid. Second to third tier, yeah. Yeah, solid second tier. Guy. The lower lower second tier guy, I would say. Yeah. But either way, his strong suit is down the field passing. Yeah, hands down. Anyway, All that's not what this segment's about. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Texans Anywho. by a thin margin, twenty-seven, twenty-four. Interesting. And I think Deshaun Watson is partially responsible for. All four touchdowns. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Sean Watson scored 40 points this week in fantasy. In fantasy? That's reasonable. But I think the Steelers win. Well, we already made one bet. So unless you <laughs> want to buy my lunch Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, my third pick, I'm going to prime time. Prime time. Sunday night football. Sunday night. I can't sing like Gary Underwood. Oh, that's good. I, I hope wasn't you could. trying. And yeah, you're right. That would be a problem. I think that this is going to be a game. Packers, it will be a game. That is a fact. Packers and Saints. This is my take on the Packers-Saints game. Is this your second pick? Third pick? This is my third pick. Okay. We're going to have to have a bonus pick. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway. So, I think... This is my take. If if there are, if there's less than thirty points scored by both teams combined, Saints win this game. Combined? You're combined. Over you're saying over under is thirty? Yes. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying if they score less than if yes, yes. If they if the both teams score under thirty points, the the Saints win this game. The thing about it is I think the Packers scored 30 points themselves. Yeah, I was going to say, if if you gave me an over-under at 30 for that game, I would straight up bet every dime I have <laughs> on the over. See, I think that Aaron Rodgers might be one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And he's going he's gonna to score a lot of points. He doesn't have Devontae Adams. 
which is a it, well, at the time of recording, Devontae Adams is very doubtful. Mm. And if he doesn't have Devontae Adams, that's going to hurt him a little bit. But Devontae Adams had three catches for 36 yards last week. Yeah, how many catches he had the first week? Ridiculous amount. A million. But last week, he only had three catches for 36 yards. Yeah, he was hurt. Aaron Jones had... Aaron Jones... Had more touchdowns than Devontae Adams had catches? Yeah, literally. As he many. had four touchdowns. Yeah, well, he did have more. He yeah. did have more. That's crazy. Yeah, Aaron Jones went off. I think Aaron Jones will have a good game again. And I think that the the Marquez Valdez Scantling... Mm-hmm. Is that a name? Close enough. And the Lazard kid. Alan Lazard. Mm-hmm. I think they showed glimpses last year of oh, yeah, being they, decent. Some great games. And I think they'll carry the tote of what Aaron Jones leaves for him. Okay. And I think the Packers win that game. And I think it'll be 42-21 to 21 Packers. I think it'll be closer than that. But... I don't see my problem. But is, an over think, under in, in the sixty point range is much more reasonable than thirty. Yeah, I think. 30, see, I think that. 30, I think that the Packers score a lot of points, and I don't think the, the Saints can stop them, and I don't think the Saints can keep up with their. The Steelers aren't playing in this game. You know <laughs> what I meant. The S team. The, the, the Saints. The Saints. I. I Saints. I, I, <laughs> I hesitate to say that, but yeah, I, I just don't think the Saints can keep up with them. 42 to 21. And that's my picks. Just in case you're wondering, the Saints scored 34 points in week one and 24 points last week. They also had. Okay. 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 I accept your reasoning. Yeah. So, <clears throat> bonus pick time. We gotta talk about Chiefs Ravens. Yes, best game of the week, Monday Night Football. They're they're gonna be legit. This what? is gonna be a legit game. Give me in twenty seconds or less. Give me your pick, the score, and why. Go, Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win thirty-five to fourteen. I think that the Chiefs are very good, and I think that Chris Jones is gonna catch Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson is gonna be scared. Okay, halftime. This message is brought to you by insane people. <laughs> Have you? I, 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 fourteen points. Fourteen points. I eight. Also, fourteen points. Let me go ahead and say this: thirty-five points against a Ravens defense. Yes, doubt. I think that Tyreek Hill is going to go off. I think that Nico Hardman You've is going to have a touchdown. A touchdown. A touchdown. He's going to have a touchdown. It, it'll be a catch and it'll be a touchdown. <laughs> And I think that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to rush for two touchdowns. And I think Patrick Mahomes is going to rush for a touchdown. And those are the five touchdowns I think are going to happen. All right. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go Ravens. What? I'm going to go medium score. I'm going to go, like, 30, 30, no, mm-mm. 30, 29. It's a weird score. How do you get to 29? I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. Don't but know. hey, that'll work. Uh, but Ravens defense is so good. 
They're decent. I don't think they're what they were last year or the year before, but they're good. Not that fantasy points have any relevance to actual games. They are the number one fantasy defense. Are you sure about that? I am 98% positive. They're on my team, and I have them sitting, because I do think the Chargers are going to put up a lot of yards. Or the Chargers. The Chiefs. The Chiefs. I just did that thing that you do where I don't use my ring. It is. They are the number one. Yeah. I am false. They scored 15 and 17. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> They are a pretty good defense, Two weeks in a row, they were my number three scoring player. <laughs> That's not good, bro. No, it's not. I've been getting carried by, like, one guy. It's, been, it's been a different guy each time. <laughs> All right. But anyway, there's mm-hmm. that. Welcome to the Trivia Show. I'm dumb. And I'm derpy. I have no idea what that means. The segment of the show where we ask each other about all things sportsy. Okay, Daniel. I've got a question for you. It's trivia time. Can you name the top five league leaders in the NFL currently this year in receiving yards? Go. Robbie Anderson's number four. Yes. I'm going to say Calvin Ridley's probably in there. Okay. I, I, you don't have to put him in order. Just give me the next. Okay, Calvin Ridley, Robbie Anderson. Yes. Stefan. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. I'm going to go Stefan Yep. Diggs. Yes, okay. Is, is there only one Falcons receiver or there two? Uh, there's only one. Okay. Mm, I got two of five. You got three of three five. Three of five. I can't count. Oh, man. Um, Darren Waller. <laughs> no. No idea. Uh, I have five seconds. Oh, man. Okay. The other two. So, Stephon Diggs and Calvin Ridley are tied for first with 239 yards, which is ridiculous in two weeks into yeah. the season. Cool. Okay. Number three... Julian Edelman. Really? 236 yards. So he's right there. Oh, yeah. That's Robbie right Anderson's there. forward, 223. Okay, Number yeah. five, come on, dude. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, okay. 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 Good question. Brock, your first trivia question. Go for it. There are three quarterbacks who have played against and defeated all 32 NFL franchises, current NFL franchises. Name those three quarterbacks. Okay. So, I'm going to say Tom Brady. Nope, no, because he hasn't beat the Patriots. That is correct. Tom uh, Brady is not one of them. Okay, so i got to hurry up. Ryan Fitzpatrick's one. Incorrect. Oh, gosh. Lord, help. So it's got to be... A, I'm thinking journeyman here. Don't. What? Don't. Oh, Drew Brees. That's one of them. His first career win was against the Saints. Mm-hmm. You have 10 oh, seconds. Gosh. The other two are not journeymen. They've both played with only two teams. Brett... Mm, Brett Favre? Brett Favre's one of them. He played with three teams. The other one. Who's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Oh, gosh. What? 
I would. I probably don't know the third one. Peyton Manning. Ooh, ooh, that's a low blow. Yep. Oh, I should have known that. Tom Brady has beat 31. Everyone but the Patriots. Aaron Rodgers has beat everybody but the Packers. Roethlisberger has beat everybody but the Steelers. Uh, Elway's beat 30. Um, He didn't play with all 32 of the present ones. Interesting name in here. One of the only guys in this list that's not a Hall of Famer. Kerry Collins. Number four on this list. He's beat 31 NFL franchises. The only one he didn't beat was the Miami Dolphins. That's bad. Fun fact. Well, he probably played when they were good. Well done. Well done. Correction. Brett Favre played for four teams. The Vikings, the Packers, the Falcons, and the Jets. In 2012, the 2012 draft, the number one overall selection, Andrew Luck. Yes. Which means the number two overall selection was Robert Griffin the third. Mm-hmm. We talked about this the other week, so you know the third one was Trent Richardson. Right. Who was the fourth overall pick in that draft? Oh, okay. He is still in the league. I'll give you that one. I should know the answer. I remember looking at this list, and most of the guys are still in the lead, yeah. league except for Trent Richardson. And Andrew Luck. Yeah. The fourth pick of the 2012 draft, dude. I'm going to be so mad. Because I looked at this, because we were talking about trivia, and I asked you who was the first running back taken in the 2012 NFL draft. And you couldn't tell me. Yep. I'll give you a hint. Another hint. He played for the Panthers at one point. Mm, What position does he play? I can't tell you that. I'll tell you at five. Tackle. Offensive or defensive? Offensive. I don't know. His brother also played for the Panthers. Matt Khalil was the fourth overall pick in 2012. Uh, By the Vikings, not by the Panthers. Right, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I should have known that. Mm-hmm. Dang. That's tough. Yep. Okay, that one hurts. That one hurts. Close to home. Question number two. Historical question. The Rams, the team known as the Rams, have historically played in three cities since their inception in 1936. Name those three cities. St. Louis, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I know this answer. This, this, I've got, I've got one. I've got a city. Mm-hmm. Is it a city with another team close to it? Yeah. Is it Austin, Texas? No. St. Louis, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Can you give me what? Is it on East, West, Central, Mountain West? What is it? Where is it? It's technically East Coast. Technically East Coast. More Central than East. Not like that's not on the Eastern Seaboard. It's east of the Mississippi. You have east, seconds. east of the. Oh, 
board. Don't tell me. I think it's down south somewhere. No. No. Chicago? No. There's a team currently very close to Cleveland, Ohio. They moved. Thirty-six to forty-five in Cleveland, then to L.A., and then back to St. or not back, then to St. Louis in '95, and then back to L.A. Because the Browns were in Canton ago. at the time, and then back in the day, Cleve, and they were in Cleveland, and they moved to St. Louis. Oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, you got the you got the other two right. That's good. Yeah. Well, that that okay. <laughs> that was obvious. I know. Okay, Daniel, my third and final question. In 1993, All right. what, NFL, what NFL team made off-season trades for two NFL greats, Joe Montana and Marcus Allen? A team traded for these two players? A, two, a team traded for both of them. And we got them. Obviously, I'm aware that Joe Montana played for the 49ers. If you didn't, we would not be recording a podcast. We would not be doing this. I am also obviously aware that Marcus Allen played for the Raiders. If you didn't, we would not be recording this podcast. Unfortunately, beyond that, I couldn't tell you definitively where either of them played. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. Yeah. It's not a good look for me here on this one. Joe Montana is known for playing at one other place. And that's the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Marcus Allen, not so much. Right. Joe Montana, definitely. I'll give you a hint. They went 11-5 and five and barely missed the Super Bowl this year. Not that that helps, but... Know this. I'm gonna be so mad when you tell me the answer. You are. Alright, um, we're gonna say there's 10 seconds left. Yeah, I forgot to start the timer. M- Marcus Allen stayed in his division. In Broncos? Okay, your time's up. I didn't ding, think, ding, I didn't, ding. Time out. I John Elway know. was at the Broncos during that yeah. time period. I don't know. I was running out of time. I just. Set a team. The Chiefs? Oh, get out of here. Joe Montana? I knew that. Played for the Chiefs? I knew that. When Steve Young took over for him? Yes. Daniel, Daniel. That team only won 11 it games. It was the though. reverse. No, it was not the reverse. It was the same thing that happened to Alex Smith. Yeah. Exactly. And I knew that, too. Dude. Hold on. Let's forget the fact that you missed that question. Joe Montana and Marcus Allen were on the same team and only won eleven games and missed the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm really upset that I didn't. You y'all should see the face on. You look on his face. He can't I'm, even look at me I'm right so now. Because he is that embarrassed that he missed that question. I even think that I would have got that I'm question. I'm going to have to retire from podcasting about sports. Uh, see you next week for the baking episode. <laughs>
Number three. Final question for the final time. This is the third take of this question. Yes. Different question, though. Not the same question. So, yes, we're re-asking, or not re-asking. This it's, is a different question. Yes, terrible. So, here we go. All-time NFL rushing leaderboard. Name as many of the top ten as you possibly can in one minute. Yards. Now, yes, that's yards. Yards. Okay, so Frank Gore, Adrian Peterson, that's the current players. Yes. Okay, is there any other current players on that list? No. Okay, so Barry Sanders. Yes, um, number four. Is Reggie Bush on that list? No. He's more receiving. No. Oh, I, I got to get number one. He's not even on this web page. If I get, if I don't get number one, I'm not going to be happy. Okay. The best running back of all time. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you. I thought you going to give me an answer. No. Nope. Uh, yikes. Oh, goggles. Eric Dickerson. Yeah, he's, he's on the number list. Number nine. Really? Mm-hmm. Um. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen is not on this list. He's number 14. He's not in the top 10. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a name I should get on there? Yeah, there's a couple. You're out of time. Is that the time? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so number 9, Eric Dickerson. Yep, there's number 10. Number 10 was Tony Dorsett. Oh, yeah, no, I was going to get that. Number 8, play for the Steelers. The bus. Mm-hmm. Jerome Bettis. That's correct. Number seven played for the Chargers. Has played Gosh. in the Number 21. Oh, one the Damien Tomlinson. Yeah, he's my favorite football. The first jersey I had was his. He's, he's eight, though? Seven. Seven? Still. Mm-hmm. Wow. He just edged out Jerome Bettis. Had wow. a good ways to go before this next guy. I'm going to have to tap this name. Curtis Martin. That's oh yeah, I know that name. I know the name. I thought Curtis was right, but I wasn't sure. Curtis Martin, yes. Curtis Martin, yeah. Adrian Peterson, just above him. Barry Sanders at four. Number three, Frank Gore. Yep, got that one. Number two. Sweet. Oh, I know that nickname. You should. Oh, sweetness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I know that nickname. Yeah, you do. What team did he play for? The Bears. The oh. Bears. Mm-hmm. He's not one on this list? He's not. Walter Payton is not one he's on this not. list? He's not one by a margin of about 1,500 yards. Number one has 18,355 yards. Walter Payton had 16,726. Hold on. Hold on. Then I should get the number one. You should. What team? Oh, don't tell me that. What division? The NFC. East. Oh the gosh. The former Red no. Eagles. Oh, I should have got the Cowboys this. and the Giants. Oh, this is embarrassing. The New York Football Giants. The one person that's that played in the league forever. Fun fact, played for the Cardinals at one point. I believe it's Emmett Smith. That's correct. Emmett Smith by a long wow. shot. That was embarrassing. Long shot. I was like, I was thinking, I was like, there's not many guys better than, I mean, that. well, they're obviously better. Yeah. There's been better guys, but there's not as many that have been as long as them. But Emmitt Smith played for a while. On that list, how many, uh, who played the fewest number of games 
on that list. And, and so Eric Dickerson did. Oh, incorrect. Oh, yes, correct. My bad. You're I was right. about to say, Eric Dickerson played for like nine years, My bro. Bad. 146 games. Second lowest. Barry Sanders, 153. Yeah, that would have been my next guess. Who had the highest yards per carry of anyone on that list? Then Eric, Eric, I would say Eric Dickerson because no. he played the least. Yeah. Well, Emmett Smith. Yeah. Walter Payton. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Second, high, uh, second highest, yes. 4.7 yards per Who carry. Who was number 10 again? Tony mm, Dorsett. Didn't hear me there. Lavinia Tomlinson. He scored like, he no. had like. 50-yard rushing touchdowns all the time. No. He had 145 if, rushing touchdowns, which was second. If you, say it's, if you say it's Jerome Bettis, he the guy who averaged like three yards a carry. 3.9. So it's not him either? No. I've literally named all of them. It's not Frank Gore. Frank it's Gore. not Frank Gore. Frank Gore is like six foot. He's it's like not Curtis five Martin. foot six. So the only other one on the list is? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. Bad memory, bro. Dude. Barry Sanders. Really? Oh, well, yeah. I, I thought I said that, to be honest. No. <laughs> you, you should have. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. obviously. I mean, the guy just they just ran a halfback toss with him and just let him run. Because they didn't have anything else to do on their team. But the Lions have always stunk. Well, that concludes this week's segment of NFL Trivia. We'll be tossing out some trivia to you for uh, all other sports. Coming later on in this next final week of September. Yep, check out the next episode. And hopefully we'll ask each other questions that don't embarrass the fool out of us because we both care about sports and know lots of things. We're just not asking things that we know. Well, I think it's the whole trivia thing that's throwing us off. I don't know. It might be, I don't know. We're going to get better. We've got to get better. We've got to get better. got to get better. Just all I have to say is... Stay tuned. Our... E L. Relax. So now we've come to the part of the show where we answer the question in the title If Tom Brady was an animal, what would he be? Some say a goat. This is interesting. Is he? Is he more of a platypus? <laughs> platypus. Yeah, it's an interesting topic you have. We have come up with here. Yes. And Brock's gonna go first. I- I'll go first. <laughs> Mine's more of an uh, off the wall answer. Mm-hmm. I think the Tom Brady. I'm, I'm going to set up my spell here. So, the blue whale, the largest <laughs> mammal on the planet. It's the big boy of the ocean. The massive thing of the ocean. I think that Tom Brady is an orca. An orca? A killer whale, as some may call it. I think that Tom Brady has always been the the guy that everybody knows. Everybody. I've never met somebody that doesn't like an orca. 
Have you met somebody that's never liked an orca? Probably some small fish that I've eaten. Well, yes. I don't know that, if that counts. That's not somebody. Anyway, <laughs> everybody respects the orca. But it's never the biggest fish in the sea. It's always... It's, it's substantial enough to kill most things in the ocean. Mm -hmm. But it's still not as big as the blue whale. And in this scenario, the blue whale is Bill Belichick. This is a very interesting metaphor you've put together. Yes. So you're saying... I'm saying... So you're not comparing Tom Brady to anybody else. You're just saying Tom Brady... I, is this good, is what I'm saying. Bill Belichick is yes, the beast exactly, behind exactly. the Patriots dynasty. Yes. Okay. I think that Tom Brady was, was a, a very good quarterback. I think he still is a pretty good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But I think that Bill Belichick groomed him. Actually, no. I think they grew together. Because Belichick wasn't great before Tom Brady. And Tom Brady wasn't great before Bill Belichick. I think that they grew, but I think Bill Belichick grew more and forced Tom up with him. Okay, okay. I can get behind that. So I'm not sure how that relates to orcas and blue whales, but well, that's that's mine. I think you missed the point, but it's okay. I got it. I've got what the people want. Before we move on to that, though, I need to ask you something. Go ahead. You said last week Tom Brady was not the goat. <laughs> Very controversial, but yes, I did say that. And I don't necessarily agree or disagree with that statement. I'm actually going to decide on air here in just a minute. Okay. Based on the other options you presented to me. Okay. So still not a final decision, but ish. I would like you to tell me why you think Dan Marino is a better candidate to be the greatest quarterback of all time than Tom Brady. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> that was an on-the-spot thing that I said last episode. And I, I'll defend that a little bit here. But I'm not going to put my life behind it. Let's just say that. I think... <laughs> I think that uh, Dan Marino was a very good quarterback. And he, <laughs> he... He was the only quarterback to ever score... Not score. He's the only quarterback to ever win 17 games in a season. Or 16 games in a season. In regular season. In regular season. Fun fact. Go undefeated. Well, Tom Brady did it. He went 15 and 0, though. No, he went 16 and 0. Because uh, they played 16 uh, games in regular season. And something lost happened in the there. Super Bowl to Eli Manning. Unless he was hurt and missed a game. Uh, no, because his first loss was his first game missed ever was when he got suspended with Jacoby Brissett. Well, took over. Look it up. Because if that's why you're saying Dan Reno's the goat, then. <laughs> That was easy. Can't say that. Okay. They went 16-0, and went all the way to the Super Bowl, and Eli Manning and the Giants took them down. Marino's the only quarterback to complete a perfect season, including yeah. a Super Bowl. Yeah, and he won a Super Bowl. Yes. 
He finished what he started. How many Super Bowls has Dan Marino won in his career? Two. Two. One. Two. How many Super Bowls has Tom Brady won in his Six. Career? Okay. Who, who, was the, who was the Dolphins coach? The, 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 the Don Shula. Don Shula. He was pretty good. Pretty, yeah. That's, yeah. You know. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. One of the best coaches to ever coach in the National Football League. So is Bill Belichick, he though. He's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, really the only thing Shula has on Bill is the perfect season. Yeah, well, the complete perfect season. That's what I'm saying, perfect season. Yeah. But the, okay, let's just be honest. Not an undefeated I'm, season. I'm going to be honest. Last episode, I might have overreacted just a little bit to that one butt. game. Just for the record. What? You're kissing butt. I am kissing butt. I know you are. Proceed. <laughs> I uh, I might have overreacted just a little bit. You definitely overreacted. Just because Tom Brady had one really bad game. He didn't play that great on Sunday either, but they won. Well, yeah. He had eight he, fantasy see, points. I just said that because he lost in dramatic fashion. He played better. He, 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 he threw two picks. And it just so happened to be the first game that he was without Bill Belichick. I might have overreacted and said Dan Marino was the best quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. When there was alternative options, mm-hmm. such as Joe Montana and John Elway. And Troy Aikman. And Troy Aikman. And Brett Favre. And Brett Favre. So let me go ahead and say I did not put that list of six qu- or five quarterbacks to compare to Tom Brady. Yes. Brock, Brock put that together. Yeah. So that's the list we're going from. Troy yeah. Aikman, Tom Brady, John Elway, Brett Favre, Dan Marino, Joe Montana. Yep. Um, That's uh, those are all. I mean, they're in the discussion. Yeah, you can argue. I think there's some well, other guys well, that are also well, in the discussion. Hold on. No, those are the guys in the list. It doesn't matter. That's the list. Is where we're going. Those with. are the best. I some of them you couldn't argue that are the greatest, but those four, those some of the five best or six quarterbacks are the best. Games. Yes. Okay. We're comparing Tom Brady to some of the other unarguably top quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yes. That's what we're doing. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to tell you what animal Tom Brady would be. Okay, go for it. But before I do that, one more thing. You said Dan Reno was, quote, a physical specimen, the most talented quarterback to ever play the game. Did I say that? You said something like that. Something very close to that. Okay. Something that made me want to say, hey, you should watch the Chiefs play sometime. Okay. Or Hold say, hey, on. you should watch the Packers play sometime. Yeah, like, those hey, guys are good. the Ravens play in Baltimore, you should watch them. Or, physical specimen, you should see Cam Newton's workout videos. <laughs> those, those are impressive. Or, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Or, maybe, you should watch this team that plays in Washington State. See how it's going. Yeah, they're pretty good. Actually, or, pretty good. the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. This guy named Josh Allen. He's pretty good, like too. Like a linebacker, but he plays quarterback. Oh, probably size more. Um, Matt Ryan. Big dude. He's, he's a, a big, he's a big dude, he's, and he's got he's a great a arm. Dude. I think now Matt Ryan is more comparable to Dan Marino. I think as far as in my mind, all those other guys I just said definitely more talented than Dan Marino. I think raw talent. Well, I'm not okay, saying stats, okay, not saying okay, results. Okay, I'm saying okay. talent. Okay, but the, here's here's the also the thing: we didn't watch Dan Marino play. I've seen highlights. Uh, I don't. But, I don't really watch Tom Brady play either. Okay. 
I've seen I, yes, I've seen him play you, more than I've seen yeah. Dan Marino play. Yeah, we, we like we've grown up watching Tom Brady play. Right. He's been on primetime games. He's been well, in the Super Bowl. All I've seen are Dan Marino's best moments, and I've seen all yes. these other guys' best and worst. And I'm saying I think these other guys are better. Like talent, talent again, talent wise. Quarterback well, is not all about talent. Yes, yes, I agree with that. And Tom Brady is a perfect example of that. Yes. Um. I think I think Patrick Mahomes will go down as the most talented quarterback of all time. He's just got to make it a few more years. I th- I think he's okay. got to be durable to be the mo- the most talented. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. Well. Yeah, that's the only thing he's lacking: durability. That's yeah. Dude's well, well, I mean, Mike Vick was also a very talented quarterback. Yes, Mike Vick. Yeah, if he would have lasted a little longer and not played with dogs, not, he had just not gone to jail. He would have been something. Very really good. special. All right. So with that being said, Brock says Tom Brady is an orca. Mm-hmm. Let that linger. <laughs> so let's look. I'm going to try to be a little intuitive here. Tom Brady, Dan Marino, Joe Montana, John Elway, Troy Aikman all played different lengths of careers. Tom and... Uh, John Elway and I believe Joe Montana all played the longest. Elway, oh Favre's on here too. Brett Favre. Favre played for a while. Montana and Aikman, eight, yeah, played the least. Elway played two hundred three games. Tom Brady's at two twenty three. Obviously the longest of these guys. Just past Brett Favre actually. Brett Favre's at two twenty two. Marino's at two sixteen. So I'm saying this is only this is only through age thirty eight. Yes. Because Aikman did not play. Until age 38. Yeah. He played 11 He retired seasons. at 34. Yeah. Um, so I'm saying to the age 38, because all the other guys played at least 238 or maybe beyond. Okay. But at age 38, the stats look like this. Um, completion percentage, Tom Brady, 63.6. Joe Montana, 63.2. And Troy Eggman, 61.5. And I'm just going to give the top three instead of going through all these guys. All right. Yardage, Favre and Marino, in that order, are in the 61,000s. Favre has slightly more than Marino. Tom Brady, Mm 58,000. Next closest is John Elliott, 51,000. Yep, okay, that makes sense. Yardage-wise, those guys are far and above. Touchdowns, Favre, 442. Tom Brady, 428. Yep. Marino, 420. Yeah, that makes sense. Quarterback rating. Tom Brady, 96.4. Okay. Joe Montana, 92.3. Dan Reno, 86.4. Little white guys helping him out there, but yes. Tom Brady, quarterback percentage-wise, far and above better through age 38. Um, he, he threw 150 interceptions, which was third fewest. Aikman threw 141. Yep. Also played four less years than these yes. other guys. Yes. Montana threw one thirty nine. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, let's see. Tom Brady third most rushing touchdowns. Not a, doesn't have a thousand yards on his career rushing wise. Um, and that really doesn't. Yeah. None of those guys. None of those guys are really. Premier rushers necessarily. John Elway did have thirty three yeah. rushing. Yeah. Touchdowns. Elway is probably the best. I would have um, said. The rest of them, neither, none of them are even yeah. really close to that. Yep. 
So, based on that right there, that's regular season yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Advantage Tom Brady. Okay? Per sure. game. Uh, like average per game. Tom Brady averaged 57 yards. 57, yeah. 258 yards per game of passing. Marino, 253, Favre, 240. Tom Brady averaged 1.9 touchdowns per game. Brett Favre and Marino both averaged 1.7 passing touchdowns per game. Interceptions per game. Brady and Montana tied at 0.7. Next closest is Aikman with 0.9. So that's just your per game averages. Yep. Brady leads in yardage. Um, and let's see. I don't have completion percentage on here, but it leaves in yardage and touchdowns and tied for first for picks, fewest picks. Again, I would say advantage break. And again, this is only through age 38. This isn't total career stats. Yeah. Playoff totals. And here's where your argument for Tom Brady being the best of all time, I think, really kicks in. Because he's won six Super Bowls. Yep. If you're arguing Tom Brady is the greatest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completion percentage in the playoffs. Aikman, 63.7. Montana, 62.7. Brady, 62.4. And Favre is the next closest at 60.7. Yardage, Tom Brady, 8,000 yards. 7,957. 7, next closest, Montana, at 5,772. Tom Brady's played 31 games in the postseason. Montana's played 23. Elway and Favre played 22, just for reference there. Uh, Montana had the best quarterback rating in the postseason at 95.6. Eggman, 88.3. Brady, 88. Uh, Tom Brady has six rushing touchdowns in the postseason. It's more of a fun fact than uh, anything irrelevant. Yeah. So, you know, they're all, that's that's pretty close. The yardage, Tom Brady has almost twice as many attempts and thus completions and thus yardage as these guys. But he's played 31 games. It's eight more games than anybody else. Uh, Which is a test to his skill. Yeah. Because he's less there. He's there a lot. He plays a lot. So... So those are just some comparison stats. So obviously, stats-wise, Tom Brady is in the running to say he's one of the best of all time. Yeah. He t- actually, he is one of the best of all time. Yeah. He's in the running to say he is the best of all time. Yes. Easily, yes. So we've got that. Yeah. And if there's some other guys you could throw in that mix. Sure. Some recent, more recent guys like Peyton Manning. If you want to throw Drew Brees in there, if you can throw them in there, the stats are there. Yeah. But the Super Bowl wins are not there. And to be the greatest at all time is something you've got to win the you championship. Paid Manny can't couldn't do that. He couldn't pull off. He got two. He got two. Drew Brees has got one so far. Yep. I don't think he's gonna get more. Unfortunately, probably not. So looking at that, you look at some other. There's other quarterbacks that are in the discussion, but those are the ones we chose to to highlight Help. tonight. If Tom Brady was an animal, I think he would be a mule. Okay. okay. I, can, I can see that. A mule. Yeah, okay. So, a mule is 
a crossbreed between a horse and a donkey. Yep. And mules are known for their reliability. Yep. It's a good hybrid between the glamour of a horse mm-hmm. and the usefulness, the practicality of a donkey. Yep. That makes sense. So what I'm suggesting is that Tom Brady, if you look at the books, and you look at the record books, and you look at the wins, and you look at the touchdowns, and you look at the playoff stats, and you look at the rings, Tom Brady is the best quarterback to ever play the game. I think if you take all your major stat categories and see, and av- you know, average up the, his position in all these spots, he's going to have the highest number. And yep. as a matter of fact, tomorrow I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to put some effort into this. This is going to be quality content. We'll post it everywhere. Okay. We'll see. The final verdict will be tomorrow. I'm saying Tom Brady, based on stats, is probably the best quarterback of all time. Okay. However, I'm not going to say he's the GOAT like it's something that everybody should agree upon. Yes. I agree with that. Because if you were just watching play, he's he just like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He's just an average guy. He looks pretty when he takes his helmet off and he's married to the most famous woman in the world. Yeah. One of the most famous people in the world. Uh so yeah, he's he's a looker. Yeah. But that has nothing to do with the football field. He's a leader. He's, he is a he leader. He knows how to Carry his team to a playoff. And I think he's got something special. He's got that it, that yes. that uh, X factor, whatever you want to call it, yeah. that makes him elevate the people around him. Yes. Because he played with some guys in, in New England. He played with some great receivers. And yeah. Gronkowski, great tight end. Randy Moss, awesome. Aaron Hernandez was pretty good when he Aaron played. Aaron Hernandez was really Not good before he started killing name. people. Yeah. Well, before he got caught again. He was good. Like he had great yes. guys, and he, he also, had, when he won, he also had really good defenses yes. to support him. Then that's the mo- and everybody says defense wins championships. That's yes. always been true of the Patriots. Yes, every year they hit playoff time. Yeah, they're rocking on yeah. defense. Exactly. Um, Bill Belichick gets their defense ready since two thousand early since the early two thousands. The Patriots went had at least twelve wins every year except for I think it was two years ago. They yeah. went eleven and five, and it was like this huge disappointment. And then they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. This, so Tom Brady is. When you look at championships, certainly the most. Yeah. The he's most, he's the most wing, winningest quarterback of all time. Yes, he's the he is the winningest quarterback yes. of all time. But again, I'm saying, and you know, and I guess a mule isn't a great example because goats aren't pretty either. <laughs> but I'm saying a mule because he gets the job done. He's exactly what you need. He's everything you could ever ask for. If you need him to carry everything you own on his back, he can do it. Yep. Or if you need him to do... To be a role player. A, a role play guy. Or if you need him to be... Whatever you need him to do. If you need him to manage a game, you need him to win a game, he can do that. He, he is able to do that. Yeah. But he's not going to be the guy to scramble out of the pocket and look to his left and throw a pass to his right and hit a guy right between the numbers like Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. He's not going to be the guy like Mar Jackson who's going to pull it down, or Michael Vick for that matter, who's going to pull it down and just run by everybody. Yep. No way that's going to happen. He's not going to be a guy like a Michael Vick or an Aaron Rodgers who's going to 
chuck the ball. Just swing the ball 70 yards in the air. Yeah. He can't do that. I don't know that there's, there was ever a time he could throw the ball 60, 70 yards. There wasn't. And there's a lot of guys who can. Rodgers yeah. can do that. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Michael Vick can definitely do that. I would, yeah. Dan Reno yeah. could do that. John Elway. John Elway could do that. Um, Drew Brees at one point could do yeah, that. Yeah, Joe Montana, big arm. Most of them could. Steve Young could make that throw, right? So there's there's a lot of guys, talent-wise, better than Tom Brady. There's a lot, physically, yeah. just looking at them, like I said, Cam Newton is probably one of the most physical specimens. He walks up to you on the street, you're like, good night. That's a big dude. It's ben, big. ben Roethlisberger, same way. But yeah. I, because he's not ripped, yeah. it's like, oh, it's just that's a big, a big man. He's just a big dude. That is a big dude right there. Yeah, it's, you know, it's different. Yeah. So... Yes, Tom Brady gets it done. Yes, he's got some amazing stats. Yes, he is probably the best quarterback to ever play the game. And if you're saying at the beginning of his career, based on what he's got, you're like, this is the quarterback I'm going to have for the next 20 years. You can take any of these guys. Who do you want? Tom Brady. Yeah. That's probably the one. Most people are going to pick that. I would say that, probably. Yeah. Well, but it depends on, on when we're getting it. Yeah. But I'm saying... If you're just looking at the results, yeah, he's the best quarterback to play yeah. the game. Yeah. Mm. But if you were to throw him in a combine, no, you're going to draft him in the sixth round. Yep, two hundred pick. Yep, two hundred even. So that's what I think. Tom Brady's a mule, and I, I am going to average it up and, I, and all those stats and stuff. I'm going to put in some work. Microsoft Excel, late night tonight. That's what I think. Let us know what you think. Uh, we're going to try to open up some of our stuff to where we have some discussions, some forums. Uh, we're going to get an email up and running. If you're going to email us, make sure the subject line tells you tells us what you're talking about so we can organize those and figure out you what know, you're talking about. What you're talking about, where to put what, all that kind of stuff. Yep. But, yeah. uh, this episode's a little longer. Hope you like it. More content. I think we covered a little bit of different stuff. Uh, anyway, let us know what you think. We're just about everywhere that you can get podcasts. This is the last big place that we need is iHeartRadio, and that one's very close. From what I've heard, we've got a logo. You'll be seeing that with this post uh, or with this podcast when it posts. As far as business goes, I think that's about it. That's Shout out to Trey, name. our buddy Trey. Yes, we'll Trey. Conceal his last name for now. Uh, help us out with some uh, pop shield. We bought one. He donated another. Uh, he got a sneak peek at the logo. We're getting there. We're building some stuff. So, uh, yeah. Keep listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Yes, for sure. And I hope, I hope we're getting better at this. I think we're getting better at this. I'm having a lot of fun. And uh, so as long as I'm having fun, we're going to keep doing it. Yes. Think so? Yep. I think Brock's Red Bulls are wearing out. Yep. <laughs> Talk to you next time. This has been the, the Drumball Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Drumball Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the Drumball Pod. Follow us on Instagram at the Drumball Podcast. I'm Brock. I'm Daniel. Thank you for listening. See you next time.
The Cincinnati Reds just clinched a playoff spot and I am so stinking happy. The magic number was down to three, but uh, I think the Phillies, if the Phillies lost and the Brewers lost one of their games today and the Reds won, then they clinched. And that is exactly what happened. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Seven, two, two. Reds. Oh man, Mike Moustakas, two home runs. Dude, I'm so happy. Oh, my football teams are trash, but my baseball team's going to the playoffs. Yep. This is... So that just happened. This is great news. Literally just happened. This is great news. Sweet. Great news. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy.